0: Dive episode 49 round 21 preview. How are you Mr. Smith? I'm good Trent. How are you buddy? I'm doing very well. That sounded mildly sarcastic but I'll, I'll take that on the chin. No no. No, no sarcasm. Then. It was happy. I'm very happy. We just got We're out. We've been talking about footy for footy for many hours. <laughs> yeah exactly. So we, we did a massive preview yesterday. For, uh, preview. Uh, that's how lost And We did yeah. a massive review yesterday which was huge so obviously enormous week last week surely this i mean i don't think in really you know years
1: i've seen around that's had that much in it so i don't reckon absolutely this one's going to be anywhere near that crazy so it was really interesting if you missed the footy on the weekend you'd be um confused you're confused <laughs> to go was there any footy played? because all the headlines have been about stuff that wasn't legit legitimately about the footy even though it's probably the best round we've had all year no so but we, we, we
0: stuck we well you and I it,
1: Yeah, that's it you and I I think we stuck to our our word that
0: we would always do the the game of the drama and even though this week had some insane legitimate drama that really had to be covered so we obviously went into the gaff stuff and, and everything around there but we yeah I mean we, we still went into the first four games especially very heavily because they were all really good yep. so definitely check out the review it's a, it's a fun conversation I think it's a good episode and we um, uh, yeah, we had we had a lot of fun doing it because there was just so much to talk about. It was tough to get it into two hours. We easily could have done two and a half or three hours, but it's Absolutely. hard because then we also do the the Facebook show as well so that's the other thing definitely we just got out of doing the beyond the game Facebook live show so if you haven't heard we're doing a live show every Tuesday night at 730 Australian Eastern Standard Time on beyond the games Facebook page I'll put a link in the description it's in the description of all of our episodes now so he's a really switched on sports website and done a really good job you know exposing different sports to Australians and covering a lot of different things and he comes from a bit of a unique perspective being a French Canadian guy that's quite interested in AFL and yeah he kind of he does a massive part in in helping us make the video so he basically you know does the the production side of it which is you know really good because we just don't have the time to do our two episodes which already you know takes up a fair bit of time but then on top of that to do this as well so definitely check it out it's a lot of fun and even if you're not able to make the 7.30 live show it's always up on the Facebook page. And I'll keep putting up the audio version of it because people seem to enjoy that last week. And um, yeah, give us some feedback. But it seemed all the all the feedback I got was was really positive. So
1: yeah, it's yeah. a really good way to interact with our listeners mm. and viewers. When if and when you're on live, with you Would see show, us there, yeah. we can just answer your questions like we did today. If they are rolling with the topic, then yeah, it's really good. So, That's it. Yeah. And yeah, we get as we've said once we started this, we get the opportunity to talk about some of the things that are outside of the actual games that we'd love to talk about we just don't yeah. have time for
0: that's it and because obviously we do the preview and the reviews we you know massively focus on the game and, and barely focus on anything else and even big issues with, sometimes we just skate over them but it gives us a chance to talk about whether it's free agency or whether it's the score review or you know tonight obviously the gaff thing but yeah we still did a, a breakdown of Geelong and Hawthorne so we'll obviously do a bigger version of it in this But for people that like a bit of a bite-sized chunk and a couple of weeks ago when it was a bit of a quieter week where it's not, you know, people punching people out, we went through the the ladder and all sorts of stuff. So it's definitely a fun program. It just gives us another platform to do some more visual stuff as well and a bit more analysis that it's a bit harder to do on the, on the, you know, on just an audio format. So massive shout out to our mates at Hopster Home before we get started. It's hopsterhome.com.au. So they're a fantastic craft beer delivery service. Tonight we've got a Venom Black IPA, so the last one out of our first, or sort of out of the first of July pack, and now we're going to get the August pack soon. So it'll be interesting to see what beers are yeah, arriving. So next week we'll get a whole fresh batch of new beers. So the concept with Hopster Home is very simple. So basically it's a subscription service to craft beer. So they send out different size packs to your door every month, and basically the idea is all fresh cans, different types of beers, and big. Breweries, small brews but then also different types of, of varietals of beer as well and the idea being they kind of group them together in a, a theme whether it's a ipa or pale ale or porters and things like that yeah. but they always include a few other things for, for different people and gozes and in, you know really whack sort of stuff but then some stuff that's a, you know, a bit more sometimes you know you just want to lager so yeah they've got all that sort of stuff so it will be well interesting
1: being august so mm. the end of winter coming into spring uh, what they decide to do with that
0: pack so yeah, i look yeah. forward to not so definitely check them out at hopstahome.com.au and as a a listener of AFL Deep Dive, you get an exclusive discount with them. So you get $25 off your first pack if you use the promo code AFL Deep Dive. So great way to buy beer. Even just, look, just try it out. Grab the first case, give it a whirl, get that discount and you get beer at a really, really good price and then I'm I'm sure you'll be really convinced the service is, is worth continuing with. Absolutely. So let's bang into the round. So some pretty interesting games coming up and look, after what such a... It was such a massive round. On paper, it probably doesn't look as good. I mean the matchups last week were incredible. But there's there's always gonna be a couple that'll, you know, you think are gonna be poor, but then they'll be really good. Melbourne Sydney, you know, looks like a pretty good game. Hawthorne, obviously cats is always a classic. Power, Eagles all of a sudden becomes fascinating given what's happened over the last week or so. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And even to a lesser degree, North Melbourne dogs, the dogs yeah, could they be, have to uh, win. That. Yeah, they have they have to win it, and doggies actually showed that what they're cat- mm-hmm. Maybe they could of, win it. Yeah, so very interesting. Uh, but without further ado, do we let's just do get it. stuck into Friday night? Yeah, let's start at the top. Eddie against, well, two so, teams that yep. were going at the start of the year vying for that. Who's wow. the next up-and-coming team to contest finals? But it's uh, all one-way street. And so Essendon, Essendon versus
0: St Kilda. So Friday night at Eddiehead Stadium, Friday the 10th of August. So standard starting time. So Essendon won four out of their last five Essendon coming off a pretty tough game against the Hawks last week. The Saints coming off a pretty dismal game at Eddie Had against the Dogs. Fascinating game. How do you see this playing out? Yeah. I mean, the
1: obvious thing is Essendon, yeah. but yeah, I mean, where where do you think this goes? So unfortunately, it's not the game we thought it would have been at the start of the year. And Essendon will bounce back. They were unlucky uh, to lose last week against Hawthorne yeah. at the MCG. They played very good football. Hawthorn uh, probably prefer the MCG over Eddie Had, and Eddie Had will suit. The saint oh, after saints, the dons probably will but no, it will, it will suit the saints as well, but. The Dons, I think, they've got a slow, slight, slight chance of still playing finals and that will push them Too much to, of a sniff, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Saints have got nothing to play for except a bit of pride. And you would think that they haven't shown enough of that all year. Why would that make any difference come well, this round?
0: they probably be... I think, look, I think they're going to be a little bit more competitive because that, that was absurd. So if you missed last week, we went through it pretty extensively. Well, no, actually, not too extensively because it was such a bad game. But we went into it in the review with the, the Dogs and the Saints and going... So Saints were up And then they basically Let the game fall away And then they got the yips As they've got Basically every game this year And then they dropped the game So it it was a Disgraceful loss
1: In a lot of respects Yeah considering Given they're they're playing the dogs Who have 100,000 injuries So And don't know how to play More than half a game Well hadn't learned How to play more than Half a game of football For the best part of Eight weeks Yeah 10 even Or 10 even So yeah It was very disappointing Yeah poor
0: But I think look Bombres Way too much pace You know way too much To play for As you said So I mean, there's not going to be, I don't imagine there's going to be really too much chance on St Kilda's end. Hopefully, they push it a bit, but I wouldn't have thought so. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see Essendon's selection a bit. So our understanding is that Stringer is going to be available. So as always with the preview, we're recording on a Tuesday night, so we don't know the exact ins and outs. But so Stringer got that corky last week. the The notion is that he's going to play. Uh, there was this ankle thing. Yeah, it's kind of they're kind of being a bit guarded on it. We don't know. And Goofy, uh he had a uh, sort the illness looking pretty pretty unlikely. Mm. Heppel was struggling last week. Apparently he's pretty sore so Jeez I, You can't mean Obviously the season's In such um, jeopardy Yeah they can't would have, really rest him
1: No the, Those plays Hebble and Stringy In particular yeah. They would have to be Legit um, Injuries stuff, yeah, yeah For them not to, Way too much On the line For them So they're at eight, Even at 80 or 90% They're A better inclusion Than I guess What else is left At Essendon I don't know Too much of their Reserve players And oh. I guess The other person While he was down It's only his second Or third game back This year Is Francis, yeah. and I think they need to stick with him. I really do, just especially after that continuity. fine. As well, like
0: he laid a really good bump. So normally in the Facebook show, we would have you know covered that, but because of the gaff thing and the score review and how many hundred things we had to cover, mm. we just didn't get around to talking about it. But the we had a couple of questions as well. We just physically ran out of time. But the Francis thing, you know, he, he shouldn't have been fined for that. I don't think it was. No, a, I thought it was a legitimate, legitimate bump. And bump. Fine. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we've seen that throughout the year that you can still get away with that legitimate bump. But I don't know. So maybe it, maybe yeah. that's why the yeah. AFL got confused. So everyone said no it's fine it's fine they went oh we've got to give them oh, a fine, fine. Oh, wrong type of fine I, Joke aside I wouldn't be massively surprised about yeah. it, So, but I, yeah look SNM might have a couple of changes but I
1: don't think they're going to have too many I would have no thought. I wouldn't say more it would be Maybe one or two. injuries, yeah, injuries if, they, if necessary otherwise necessary, they'll yeah. uh, just go in unchanged and as for St Kilda look yeah. the same. they've got a couple of outs so
0: on top of it so Battle Hickey and, and Nunes there's, there's a few that I think they're going to move around, and look, there's going to be a lot of shopping around of, of a bunch of players. You would imagine at the end of the year, and a lot of you know people just getting exited. So. That's unfortunately it's harsh, but that's just the reality. So I think it, the Saints will probably move things around a little bit, but it, is, will it have any impact on the match not?
1: Yeah, no, it won't. And I agree. I think um, Alan Richardson, if the word out on the street is true and the the board are keeping him on as coach, he will be basically. Well, they really have to. Yeah, they do, and they they'll don't basically. Have a choice. No, no, I don't just, just disagree. But I think now he'll just be interviewing players on the field. Basically, yeah. as you said, they'll just. Mate, if you yeah. want to play at St Kilda, prove it to me on the field. So, do you think they
0: should get rid of him?
1: No 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 no, 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 at no. all. I think it's financially a stupid idea.
0: Yeah. So the big problem is that. So I've heard this. You and I were discussing this mm. off the podcast. Is that you know there's been a lot of discussion of why why aren't they sacking? They've been so bad. Well, just so I don't think I don't think people are really clear on on the whole situation. The the St Kilda Football Club are in debt to the AFL of over ten million bucks, like towards 12, 13 million bucks. Yeah. And he's still signed for two more years. Yeah, there's only it's one other the There's only one like, other
1: club they're in more debt, and that's Gold Coast. And they're like a franchise, effectively. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. this is not really a
0: club. This is a, an experiment. So, but it's true though. Like it's it's a two hundred million dollar yeah. experiment. Hmm. And I mean, it's harsh, but I don't think we're going to get too many angry Gold Coast listeners. But. Look, it's it. That's another whole discussion. But the yeah. Saints can't afford to sack because I know, obviously, he's not on. Richardson's not on like a million bucks a year, but he it'd still be well over a million dollars payout. They would have yeah, to absolutely. pay him for two yeah. years because then the, there's the early exit. There's all sorts of stuff. So yeah, let's keep moving. Maybe. But yeah, Essen and I. It sounds like yeah by a fair way. I reckon Essen by forty five points. Yeah, I was going to say they're eight goals. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's the thing. They've got the pace. They're going to do it. So into the next game, which is going to be a massive game on the Saturday, eleventh of August, Hawks versus the Cats. Incredible game and another game in this time slot. So we've had three in a row that have been fantastic. The Richmond-Collingwood game. And then we had the hawthorne Essendon game. game. And now we've got Hawthorne-Cats. So great to see this time slot being utilised really well at the G. So and it just proves like, there was a lot of clash. conjecture,
1: a lot of conjecture. I'll oh, not conjecture but a lot of people wondering whether that early afternoon or more traditional time slot was worthwhile. I mean, and like so if you put the right teams who said in, I'd just banter. Okay. It's always because that's why general conversation. Morals. Oh, nobody maybe the AFL was saying we don't do it because people won't go well they've had 70 or close to 70,000 at each of those games they're going to get close to 70 again this, this round you would expect obviously lots to play for again a couple of modern day rivals that always bring a show to the table yeah. we only have to go back as far as Easter Monday for the last installment or most yeah. recent installment which is still the top 5 game of the year absolute classic it was within a goal Yeah, only had their chances and Hawthorne just got away with the win and I would expect a very similar outcome not necessarily Hawthorne winning but I think it'll be close again. So a couple of things let's go into the ins and outs and then we want to talk a little we're
0: going to go into this game a bit more so we'll talk a bit about tactics and you know game style and what might work and what won't work so I think so straight off the top is all well, actually before we get an ins and outs so rain so big chance it's going to rain so there's yeah. not 90% chance of rain so it's pretty much going to rain and actually sections of the game could be quite heavy so it'll yeah be... they said isolated thunderstorms and hail potentially so yeah, it Quite tall too, Mm. so it's in terms of who. So Geelong of Geelong in terms of ins and outs are the far more interesting one. I I think Hawthorne are going to go unchanged. You seem to think that that's potentially the case, or do do you reckon there's going to be a couple of changes?
1: Yeah, the only change I could see is bringing one of the tall forwards out for a a smaller mid who can play defence. So whether it's Cousins or O'Rourke come back in, they played pretty well over the weekend. Normally I would say Langford, but Langford injured himself, so he's out. So he's definitely come back. But he's always... He would have been handy. Yeah, he's always played quite well against Geelong, and he he generally uh, steps up to these bigger type games when a lot's on the line. But otherwise... No, I can't see too many changes. Hawthorne have been playing pretty good football with a fairly settled team now. But yeah, if it, if it looks like it's going to be too greasy and it, the ball's going to be on the deck for 80% of the time, then maybe a show makers comes out and is replaced by uh, a John O'Rourke or a Cousins or one of these types of players. Yeah,
0: so as always, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. In terms of the Geelong ins, you know, they'll play mind games throughout the whole week yeah. and they probably won't say anything until very, very late. But there are some very interesting things when it comes to their ins and outs that, worth talking about so Stuart and Stanley so Stanley was a late out last week and you know whether he comes in that'll be pretty interesting Buse it sounds like he's definitely going to come out so there'll be at least one or two changes the men's also got a bit of groin soreness so we don't know what the story is he'll get a longer break so that might actually help him a little bit Taylor Harry Taylor also a bit bigger of a chance as well you're hearing And then the other one, too, is Stewart. So, obviously, incredibly, he looks like... You know, that was looking like a terrible injury. looks like he could be back. Along the lines of what you're talking about with small forwards, Narkel is apparently up for selection as well. So, that's interesting, too, because he's he's that sort of jet that could... You know, he's that small forward that, in those sort of conditions, could really thrive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So... that is going to be more of the talking point, I guess, in this game is because there's probably more moving parts to Geelong. We're still unsure. They're probably still unsure about who's going to be fit and, and ready to play, who's not, all those types of things. Yeah. But you would expect if Stewart is up and fit, he'll play. If Roy Stanley is over his little niggle, he comes in because he's been the key ruckman, which they've needed all year, and he started yeah. to play some good football. And then it's just a matter of matchups with a Hawthorne. Does Zach Guthrie potentially come back in? As a defender, because well, Hawthorne's forward line is starting to uh, become really potent. Well, given that
0: Thurlow really didn't do too much, I may I wonder whether they would bring in a, the younger Guthrie mm. in for a Thurlow because he, I mean, he wasn't terrible. He did a couple of good things, but he wasn't great. I think yeah. they wanted him for his kicking skills because that that would really have worked for because he is quite a good kick. That Absolutely. Really, they thought I think they thought that would really work against the Tigs and. At sections, it did, but it's so hard. Obviously, against he's not an old player or anything like that. Yeah,
1: so it'd be fascinating to see uh, which teams actually uh, come out in the park, but I think there's more likely to be more changes at Geelong than there are at Hawthorne.
0: So, overall arching stuff, I mean... It'll obviously be highly contested. It's going to be fairly open as much as it can be. But at the same time with the conditions, you know, it'll be sort of a, a bit tighter, you know, a lot of tackling you would imagine as well. The one to look at, the Cats versus Richmond, the, not the one just gone, the one prior to that, There was the ground was fairly wet that day and there was rain throughout that game as well in the third quarter, I think on the top of my head, so, and earlier before the game started. So the Cats played really well that day, so they'll probably go back to looking at a game like that that the Hawthorne, you know, defensive clusters very much up and about at the moment. How that all matches up together is going to be fascinating in terms of, of how who plays on who. So, you know, you, you'd think, who do you think goes to Hawkins to, like specifically? Like, do you think there's going to be a direct matchup or there'll be a bunch of people that'll float on and off Hawkins? Because you, you get the feeling he's going to get try to get off the chain this week because he's been in such good form and he was down last week.
1: Yeah, look, the logical key matchup is Frawley. Mm. Frawley looks like he's got that little bit of extra pace that he had a few years coming back he looked really fresh against the Dons, but whether that's because he didn't have to play on a big key forward, who knows that would be the logical move for yeah. um, the Hawks to do but if he gets off, and they won't rely on it, they'll probably be a bit like Richmond's defense whereas there's a few players rolling through doing the intercept marks with Stratton um, Blake Hardwick obviously he's much smaller but he plays a role very similar to what Guerra and to a less extent Gibson used to do for the Hawks so it would be interesting to really see I think it's vital that Hawthorne don't allow Hawkins to have a massive impact on the game easier said than done he he likes playing the Hawks and has once or twice been the difference in, in the team so yeah look that's interesting. And then you go into the midfield. Do they play hard tags on, on, on the ball uh, magnets that are Dangerfield, Selwood, Ablett, Hawkins, yeah. uh, Hawkins, sorry, um, Mitchell and Mitchell, um, yeah. O'Meara? Or do we oh, see a little so bit Smith, of... That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's worked against Hawthorne this year. Absolutely. Times. Or do we see both teams just going with their natural game plans one-on-one yeah. on one, and then whoever can dominate the corridor... And keep possession Wins the game Because that was what Geelong did really well Against Richmond For sections of the game And they've done it well Against Hawthorne Over the years as well When Hawthorne have always Wanted to go around the wing And play keepings off They've gone, well, you know, when we've got the ball, you're going to have to defend hard yeah. to come back in through the midfield.
0: The two teams are hitting each other at a great time because you've got Richmond on one side, who oh, Richmond, sorry, Geelong on one side against Richmond, where, you know, three sections of the game, were, were so good at at least nullifying the, you know, the, the classic Richmond things. So they weren't overhandballing. They were kicking really well, using the corridor, well, switching, well, switching mm. fast, allowing enough run to create, you know, Two or three different chains through the fatter side of the ground, rather than one, and then you know forcing it, it to be you know such a massive kick that it's really difficult, and just giving themselves much more successive lines. To forward fifty, so you've got that, but then simultaneously you've got you know such an amazing defence at the moment with with strats just just dominating down back. So I thought you can man for me. I thought he was pretty much bog on the game. Yeah, score. so
1: he was he made the difference. Uh, if he doesn't take those marks, the ball spills free, and Essendon get yeah. well in such a close balls, game. Yeah.
0: The other thing too was that you know you have big credit to Hawthorne as well being able to you know nullifying Essendon's pace is. Really tough I mean look at the last 10 weeks Essendon won a hell of a lot of games Yeah And nullifying and controlling The tempo of the game With a team that absolutely loves To play at a breakneck speed And they're like just trained to do it They look like just manic dogs out there They're just Mm. trained to go at insane
1: speeds It was really so, interesting to, to to see how this unfolds. the the two old dogs, the old guards in Geelong and Hawthorn, being so successful for the last decade, pushing the two teams. Obviously, Richmond being the best team in the comp at the moment, yeah. and Essen, in many people's eyes, playing the best football along with Richmond for the last ten weeks. Yeah, these two teams come up and one wins narrowly, and one loses narrowly, and then they get to face each other off. It's, it's a week after. timing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely perfect. Uh, the conspiracy theorists are out there going, "Ooh, yeah. this has been set." No, only jacket. Only Jackie. Surely not. It's just coincidence, but uh, it's, it's good a, coincidence. Like. Very good coincidence because the um, yeah that old guard of Geelong and Rich and Hawthorn they, they don't want to give up the mantle anytime soon. They're, no, they definitely they definitely, definitely want to get some more silverware, and, yeah. and if they can uh, do it by uh, playing a very intense type of football, which they're both capable of doing they might if both of those teams end up playing finals they could be uh, the teams that uh, a lot of the dangerous. others dangerous yeah the other experience. thing too
0: was the Cats I mean they didn't really put on any hard tags or anything like that as we said last week but something they did really well is I thought they blocked Edwards really well so we spoke about that and we went into that pretty deep on the review we went into really specific tactics that the Cats did that what worked well and why they were able to stretch Richmond for yeah. so long because a lot of teams haven't been able to do that and we thought that was a pretty key thing to talk about but in, in terms of of this week's game yeah I mean it'll be fascinating to see who the Hawks try to, to nullify on the day and then vice versa also the Cats in terms of what they try to do so yeah fascinating scenario and obviously the you know the, the Geelong defence is going to be they'd love to have Stewart back because they're going to be very busy when you've got you know Gunston and Bruce in such good form two absolute freaks at the moment they've had such good seasons Gunston obviously had an incredible game last week so yeah, there's a lot to look forward to out of this game, and it's it's definitely an exciting one. So I think we um, we'll keep moving, but we're really looking forward, to, I think, to doing the review of that game because there'll be a there'll be a heap. To yeah, talk absolutely.
1: About. Um, but if very, if you don't remember, it was only one point in it in, on Easter Monday, and yeah. and all the big players had a major influence on the game. So be yeah, expect the same type of. So who game.
0: who are we tipping out of it? We haven't given a tip yet. It's very hard <laughs> flip of the coin, obviously, but. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna
1: go the Hawks again. Yeah, am um, I don't know. I really don't. I, I want to be something. Draw. Yeah, I love a draw. It'd be fantastic. Big, no.
0: You pointed out on the Facebook show that would be very good for everybody. it'd Be else, good for everyone
1: else. Uh, no, first, I'm, first I'm, on. Yeah, I'm going to go Hawks. You're going Hawks. Yeah. as well having yeah. seen them live against us and they, I, just I reckon think, they can back yeah, up. Yeah,
0: and I watched that game cover to cover. You saw it live, so it gives you another perspective. But yeah. I, I saw on the telly. I mean, they, they were fantastic all day. If they can play as well as they did last week, they're, they're a big chance. Yeah, and Clark. Goes in really rare form at the moment. It looks like he's about to re-sign I, I yeah, don't like going against him too often, especially in, when he's in this sort of form. So. No,
1: exactly right. But yeah, yeah. look. I, at the same time, I'm not going to be surprised if Jerome. Of course win not, either. because it's
0: going to be it literally will be a flip of the coin. It's like you know the poor yeah. guys were saying with the the derby that
1: it's basically going to come down to a flip of the coin. That's exactly what yeah. it did. Yeah, those one so. percenters who taking a crucial mark here yeah. or a smother there, all those little things. Yeah. Speaking of Mister One Percenter, Burgoyne
0: signed during this week, so that might be another sort of you know I'm, I'm not going to anywhere, guys. I'm, I'm going to come out and get 30 It could out. have
1: been a good uh, tactical ploy, it's like, right? The, the silk is staying. Let's well, well why not? It's
0: good, good PR. They're, absolutely. Hawthorne right. always do quality PR. So, we'll keep moving into a game that looks absolutely horrendous. So, Gold Coast Suns at Metricon Stadium versus the Richmond Tigers. So, 2-10, Richmond by as far as you can throw a javelin. We forgot to mention that in the review. Yeah, we, you were meant to... It was to, such a long to, episode. So, so, there was so much to get through.
1: So, you had a... <laughs> question or you wanted to bring I it said up said
0: how far can they throw the stick and and they threw it a bloody long way in, in GWS versus Carlton this is and true I think this is the exact same scenario here I think Richmond are going to throw the stick a very very long
1: way I think Richmond will win by this could be a Another extremely ugly game. It could be, and I only have one thing that I'm interested in looking at this. And we've all known that for most of the year or part of the year, Richmond players been very relaxed in the uh, change rooms before the game. Yeah, playing around, having a muck around. I want to see how relaxed they are going into this game and whether they bring out. We the, have a the, Yeah, I was going to say uh, a hammock and a sombrero. sombrero. <laughs> Margarita. well, they're up on the Gold Coast. Who so you knows? They might mm. just get into. No, they won't. They'll. Um, um, they'll be switched on and, and it'll just be clinical. But this will it, literally be, be yeah. a training game to pull out and try new tactics that they can deploy yeah. come finals.
0: I think for two or three quarters, but once they get 60, 70 points ahead, they'll hold that lead because Richmond's percentage, so coming in very healthy at 135, they don't need to belt the Gold Coast by 100 points or anything like that. But it, pro- it could easily get out to that pool. Gold Coast just have to show something. I mean, last week they were... Horrendous. 96 points. They only scored 47 for the day. They, they were so poor. So, I mean, they've got to show something. At least get to 60 or 70 points or something like that. Yeah, but... they've got to be able to kick
1: goals. Can't regularly kick goals... For there to be any yeah. sort of idea that this club is going in the right track, but Richmond is such a professional side. You're right. For a
0: large percentage, they're going to come out, and put the foot on the throat. But yeah, we think that yeah, Richmond by a very very long way. You'd be. I know, obviously, Gold Coast upset Sydney, but there's no way they're going to upset Richmond, even though it is at home.
1: Surely not. yeah Sydney, everyone Sydney to and, to and Richmond aren't there. in the same conversation at the moment. Not at the moment. No. no.
0: So yeah, Richmond by a long way. Yeah. Next 12, an, 10, 12 plus goals at, at least. Yeah. So we won't go. To that one any further? it's no. pretty, pretty obvious the results because then there's heaps of other games we're talking about. So Port Adelaide versus West Coast at 4:35, fascinating game. All of a sudden, so the power coming off a, a very narrow loss to the Crows in the derby, and then the Eagles obviously having that you know pretty decent win over Freo, but then everything that happened this week with Gaff and, and everything around it. So obviously Gaff's going to come out. That's the, that's the first thing in terms of ins and outs. Yep. ...for eight more ins and outs... ...but yeah, I think this is a fascinating game... ...I am thinking the power for this one... ...I think the power are going to bounce back... ...I think that some of these injuries... ...are going to start to cause issue for the coast... ...for
1: me and I don't know... ...I just I just get the feeling it's on. Yeah, I tend to agree... ...I think as professional and as well drilled... ...the West Coast players are... ...and Adam Simpson is a phenomenal coach... I actually think what's going on in the last 72 hours will affect the playing group for a couple of weeks. Oh. So, and obviously, Port Adelaide are going to be filthy in what happened on the weekends. Um, they never like losing to... Especially not losing in the way they lost. To. Yeah, so I think uh, Port Adelaide... And obviously, now, they're at risk again of not playing or finishing in the top four. Ball. I think... They'll, they'll be push. burning after. Yeah, that. I, and I think they'll be quite comfortable. I think it's going to be yeah. a five or six goal win to Port Adelaide. Yeah, I, I think reckon a few They'll come goals. out of fire.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, in terms of ins and outs, Dom Sheeds, he's the really obvious replacement for Andrew Gaff I think they're going to give him a go at least for a couple of weeks to see how that works whether he could potentially play that role whether he and another person need to rotate through that role They'll, they'll, they'll test him out I reckon at least for a couple of weeks but aside from that I don't think there's going to be too many other changes you know on that side, Um, from a West Coast perspective, the the big thing is that it looks like Kennedy's still not going to be... Yeah.
1: And that's a problem. It is a problem, but obviously it's going to be unlikely that Eagles don't play finals. So are they better off just... Keeping Kennedy on ice, we know how good he is on return. He doesn't need a lot of football to yeah. get back up to match fitness and kick a, a bag of goals. So I think they won't risk him until he's ready to You'd go. You'd think so. It's too, too too risky. Too, well, they're going to make finals
0: yeah. as a bare minimum. So the other one
1: I just forgot to mention was Schofield
0: too. So I mean, he's got a hamstring issue. So maybe Oscar Allen or someone like that. But I think generally speaking, West Coast, you know, they're, they're gonna the big the key thing obviously Gaff out and shade in I think will be probably the more obvious ones. And, um, yeah, Brendan Archie has been pretty good and Waterman too, but I think that's, that's from, yeah, that's probably how it'll play out. And then from a port perspective, it gets quite interesting as well. So old mate, uh, Dougal Howard is a chance to come back as well. Sam Gray and Trengrove, you'd think are potentially a chance. It'd be good to see Trengrove come back in too. Jack Watts did a couple of good things in the derby, but I watched that game cover to cover. I didn't think he was great. And again, not hitting the scoreboard and, you know, only got 10 disposals. So not, not fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. The, the thing is,
1: I, I'd say, yeah, I mean, for me, yeah. Howard probably comes in, and if he's and, fit, yeah. yeah, and with Watts, I think because he had a quiet game in the showdown, yeah, no gaff, play him on the wing, and along with Pollock, I think they they go to town, and he starts to have a really influential game. That's how I see. It. He they might yeah. give they'll give him another chance,
0: I think, but I think there's if no if point dropping terrib- him. Well, if he plays really poor this week, then it starts to open up the the conversation. but
1: Potentially. I just don't know who they're replacing with until um, Jonas comes back to fill in a key defensive role. They need him, don't they? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So I think they've got to keep Watts regardless at this time. But I think he does. He's their brass. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: They need someone
1: like that. So, yeah, look, I think tight game and I think
0: West Coast will show. Like, they're not going to be really poor. They'll show something. But I think power, maybe... Two or three goals for me, and you reckon slightly more.
1: Yeah, I reckon four or five, maybe even six goals.
0: Yeah, and tactically, it'll be really interesting as well. You'd think the power will get pretty lippy with a lot of the West Coast guys, so that'll be fascinating to see how that plays out. And yeah, I mean, I I think tactically, the power were, were pretty good at, you know, balancing the tempo against the Crows for a lot of the game. You know, the Crows started really fast last week in the derby and got a few goals really quickly and really early and were tackling very fiercely and then... Powers just absorbed it and then, you know, pushed back. And they play with so much confidence now in Port. So I think even if even if West Coast did get out early, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I still think... yeah. For me, the other thing, too, is that Darling, you know, he hasn't been in particularly great form. Like, even no, since he's he been back. That He was so good for... At the start of the year. the start of the year. And then he's he, he still is... You don't hear much talk about it. I don't know whether it's just because we're on the East Coast, but he, he really hasn't been anywhere near as good as, as what he was. So... But yeah, look, let's let's we'll keep moving. But tactically, this will be a really interesting game. We probably won't go into this one in terms of you know making premonitions about it. But it it will be fascinating to do a review on. That's for sure. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, it looks like an incredible game. So keep okay, moving. So this looks like probably another fantastic game. You would think the last time these two guys played, it was it was amazing. So Pies versus Brisbane. I still think that the Brisbane Pies game up at the Gabba would be
1: a top five game of the year for me. It was phenomenal, yeah. So that, that would be probably third or fourth of the year. Everything game. of your would want from a game of football especially if you're non either of those clubs it was
0: amazing so yeah look Brisbane should have won last week without a doubt and that's not a a shot at North Uh, so Brisbane coming off that you know incredible game with North so that's the thing it was such an amazing round it just kept happening and then the Pies having that you know really tough loss to Sydney I think yeah I mean it's hard I think there's two factors to this. So firstly, obviously, the Pies you'd think would be the team to win it, especially at home. Yeah, It is at Etihad, so that sort of adds into it. They've been okay at Etihad this year, the Pies. The big thing is that it looks like almost 1,000% that Moore's not going to play. So that that's another problem. Or oh, Moore's that, surely, yeah. There's... He's, he's 1000 yeah. yeah. I mean, unless something, a miracle happens. And then degoey yeah. I mean, that, that, it'll be fascinating to see whether degoey comes back. It's There's talk that he trained today so it look, okay. looked like he was looking okay I just didn't go was flat out today I didn't get a chance to really look heavily at it but it looked like he was moving okay how as well Looks looks okay. Again, a bit of a chance. Obviously, he's coming back from that um, injury that he had. So, yeah, fascinating. McLarty's a, a possibility. Keep hearing about him potentially for debut. Because the thing for me is we, we, we isolated that the Pies' defense, when it, when it falls away, and it basically is really starting to now, mm. is, is really going to, you know, eventually it's going to take its toll. And yeah. will it take its toll against Brisbane at home after they had a hot day game against North? who are a really good side now. I, I don't know. I, I, the Pies for me, but only just. I thought they were really brave and I thought they had a lot of heart. In that Sydney game last week, they absolutely, in a lot of respects, should have won it. If it wasn't Buddy, they absolutely would have won it. Yeah. Even if he kicks you know, four goals, two or whatever, they still won't win it because it was so close. And you know, Varko hit that goal with only four minutes to go. It was a bloody close game. Yeah. So what do, what do you think? How do you see
1: this playing out? Yeah, I agree with a lot of your points. And it's hard not to tick Collingwood, except for the fact that oh, your theory of teams playing Sydney generally don't win the week after it's the whole thing yeah and I really liked how Brisbane played on and obviously agreed that they had their opportunities to win the game it wasn't just the rain and miss goal they had a lot of opportunities and that just shows um, any experience that they've got in particular in their forward line but I'm actually going to tip them in the upset you're going to go Brisbane yeah I think uh, the pace of Eddie had suits that young team yeah and yeah that physical game that Collinwood had to endure against Sydney yeah. is, is, is probably going to and on top of the injuries is just going to really make it tough for well, them That's unless okay. they can get I mean if Dugowie comes back How comes back and they get some fresh legs with some of the guys on the outskirts like uh, James Ash he's pretty fast for solo they, they, they might need to do that just to uh, have some fresh legs on the table but it should be a Close game, and I reckon it's two goals either way. But I'm going to go with the lines.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, both teams obviously have to travel. They both travelled last week. Yep. it's. It's interesting. They both have the same amount of days break. I think the the heat. I know, obviously, Brisbane play up there. That's where they're based. But I don't know. It wasn't a cold day. No, and playing a tough game. You know, well over 100 points, deep into the season. You know, they're going to start to drop off, and you really saw that late in the game. Yeah. I don't know. I'm st- I'm going to stick with the pies, but yeah, it could go the other way. But obviously, but uh, yeah, for me, yeah. L- let's have a look at some of the ins and outs. So for Brisbane, it looks like um, Cutler's a-, a fair chance. So coming back after the suspension. So there's a couple of, you know, options that they've got there, which is good. And you'd think a, a Cutler would be quite good. You know, he's not a, not a slow player, so you think he would suit. Eddie had, uh Bastanax sounds like he, you know, might be a bit of a chance as well. And then into the Pies, yeah. I mean, as we've said, the, the key is to go in, clearly. Yeah. So it's... If he can come in, I mean, Howard would, would... You know, he'd be fantastic too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If those two come Especially back... Especially with
0: the defence being down yeah, at the
1: moment. Yeah, if go and Howard come back in, I, I'm, I'm swinging back to Collingwood. That just adds... Class experience, yeah. a key defender, and a, and a, obviously a very handy goal sneak slash midfielder. That would be the difference. But if those two don't play, I'd, I'd, I'd literally give Brisbane uh, all the chance in the world to to win this game. Yeah,
0: I'm going to go with the pies. But you're yep. right. I mean, definitely a game to ride the ins and the outs and and check just before the game starts because they might name to go in and he might be a laid out. So just keep on top of that one. Yeah, I'll be keeping an eye out on this yeah. game. Next game. So look, this looks fantastic as well. And this these these last three are going to be really good to do in the review so GWS Giants versus the Crows down in Canberra and they don't lose down there very often so GWS after a very very soft game against Carlton soft to the point that they you know played 16 on the field they played and 5 still... they didn't want to play 6-6-6 six, six, six. they decided to do 5-6-5 six, six thought they'd give that a whirl but um, they still smashed Carlton so that you know but but the big caveat with that game was they got a heap, a heap of injuries. That's yeah. why they only had sixteen on the field. Yeah, so yeah. that was that wasn't doing it for fun. And then the Crows with a, a very tough game against Port, and a lot of teams, you know, often do not perform too particularly well after those incredible derbies we saw that mm. earlier in the year. Yeah, absolutely, because they are such tough, intense games. This is a fascinating one. I've, I've still got to go with the Giants for me. Like they just don't lose games. Down in Canberra, they're so tough to beat there. And yeah, I mean they. Oh, but yeah, let, let's go to the ins and the outs for the Giants. So it's, it looks it's not great reading. So Deledio, Simpson, Green, and Taylor are all you know basically all not going to play. So yeah, I mean you'd think Toronto reads you know whether it's Keefe as well. Uh, Griffin, you'd think he'd be a bit of a chance too. They've they've got that's the thing. They're still such a good side. Like Toronto in like it's a pretty good in like that's. A thing they've got some pretty decent
1: players well Harry Perryman and Lockie Keefe yeah can't get into this team with a list of injuries that they've got I mean they would almost be starting 22 in in probably 10 or 15 out of clubs clubs, yeah. yeah so they've obviously got some lot a lot of depth to cover at least half of those outs, and it'll just be the who... key one because of his height and I don't think
0: they've got too many others because the, the big problem is that Lobb is not that you know elite ruckman that they thought he could have been he's a ruckman for bits and that can go yeah. forward so they needed Simpson to sort of assist in that area and losing him is not ideal and they don't really have a direct replacement so it's not ideal
1: no so you would think um, someone like David or Cameron are going to have to pinch hit when the ball's Cameron... in the back or the forward yeah. line so which is not ideal because neither of them are that type of player they're the Rolls Royces at either end you want to just let them out doing what they do best well they'd love kick goals and stop goals they'd love Patton exactly and they'd 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 love love Patton Patton because Patton
0: would be the he would just go straight straight in in. exactly right yeah but so that's that's really the the summary so Giants it it is a bit hard to know because a lot of you know a lot of ins but
1: yeah, or whenever a team has quite yeah. a, a decent swap. Canberra a is a hard. bit of a um, it's a very a lock, big ground, but it's a bit of a lock for the Giants. They don't lose too many there, very and it's going to, you would expect being be zero degrees, zero degrees yeah. uh, on a Ice. winter evening. Yeah. Very right. wide
0: ground as well, which suits which suits their run. I mean, that's the big reason yeah. why they dominate down there is they've just got so, they've got
1: so many runners, and they have got such an elite team. They yeah. can spread teams so wide, but they're going to be coming up against an Adelaide side that's probably the best team they've put on paper all year yeah, which it makes it, it a close game but I'm tipping Giants at this stage
0: so McGovern yeah so McGovern's going to come in for the Crows you'd think yeah Douglas so yeah in terms of their sort of Medical issues, yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd think. Well, wait and see. I guess. We, yeah, we're not guaranteeing. Obviously, we, we can't guarantee anything when we're in no. Adelaide. But I don't think McGovern. Well, look, it's interesting to know. That's something to ride. I think if he comes in and he's fit, that does flip it a little bit. And it'd be interesting to see what's going on with Talia as well. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's. I think they'll go relatively unchanged. But yeah, the McGovern thing's really interesting, isn't it? In terms of whether he comes in or not, because they would absolutely. Love to have him out there, and then the other one's Richie Douglas,
1: too. Yeah, so if, yeah, again, a bit like the um, which game was it? A lot of ins for Collingwood. Yeah. If Collingwood, a bit, bit like uh, Adelaide, if they get Douglas McGovern uh, in and Talia's is keeps fit, yeah. then they are absolute chance. They're a chance, yeah. But at the moment, I'm a long I'm way like, to travel, too. long way to travel, and Unusual conditions. They probably haven't played Canberra too often. Not, a lot of players would have not barely played it. Yeah. Whereas GWS players now have played Heaps. eight, nine, ten games there. So. And less travel time, all that type of stuff plays into the yeah, it's only, Giants. It's only about three hours. And the Giants are just playing. To, I mean, as good as Adelaide have been playing the last couple of weeks, Giants have been playing even better for longer. So, mm. yeah, I'm going Giants, and I think actually they'd probably re- fly. They wouldn't drive down there, surely. They'd fly to Canberra from
0: Sydney, wouldn't they? I don't know. Do they take a bus or do they fly? Who knows? It's about a three. And th- it'd be from the west because you go over the top. You wouldn't have to go it'd be about through four the eight south four hours. Three traffic. It'd only be, be about, about three, three, three hours, and a half so. hours. Yeah, they'd probably bus. Be it. under four. It'd be three, three and a half. It'd take just anyhow. as long to get to the. If you, in the airport. if you know answer that for us that would be interesting
1: yeah. for about that'd be five good to seconds. know but I, I would have, be actually curious I would know. have
0: thought they'd get a bus who knows Kyle Cheney so he he well, he's available as well so that's the thing after that one game suspension yeah, interesting. So a lot of ins and outs with that game, but I'm still going to the Giants. I mean, yeah, I'm going you got to you gotta go the Giants. I mean, obviously
1: lots of ins and outs, but yeah. at the at same their time... They're home away from home. Yeah. Like like every other team that's got a home away from home, it's a bit of a cold. We room.
0: went... I mean, this is the thing. We're learning from this. I mean, we went with the Eagles to just beat North down in Tassie, and it was a mistake. We yeah. should have so gone North, again. and that's their home away from home. So I'm sort of for me, I'm, I'm starting to think we just got to roll with those ones. So we'll move into the Sunday games now. So three on the Sunday as normal. North versus the Doggies at Eddie Had at 110. Interesting game. So, obviously, North basically have to win every game from here. So, the pressure's on. They've done very well under this pressure. We thought they'd probably win maybe two out of the last four. And they've already won two.
1: So, that's great news. So, that's great news. And, obviously, now they're going to get, hopefully, a challenge here from the Doggy Sisters of Doggies. Pardon the pun. Showed some bite last week. Yeah. And played the footy that we know they're all capable of. Unfortunately, they did get a couple of injuries, I believe. I think yeah. They lost someone to concussion. They have. We'll go through and, that in a sec. Yeah. And North just keep going on. Keep pushing just on. They? And they're they look good. Playing inspiring type footy. So I think they're going to... They'll win. Get over the top. In a in a very entertaining and close out i think it's going to be a, a just go out there and play natural footy guys and, and it could be a fairly high scoring game the big thing for me is that
0: you know when when we saw north play west coast a, a key issue and, and even a couple of weeks before that the big problem was their 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 avenues to goal were brown basically brown, yeah get it to brown but can't, i mean they can't just can't play like that in the modern football so that that was causing issues but they absolutely fixed that last week and then they absolutely fixed that over the last couple of weeks so they've Really rectified a lot of the issues around there. That it wasn't I'm exaggerating. It wasn't constant, but it no. was it was still an issue. It was getting predictable. And you know Brown had a pretty down game last week. So, but yeah, there's a lot of ins and outs for North. So you'd think the the, the major one obviously is Sean Higgins. So Sean Higgins is in, so that doesn't help playing against his old side. Him coming in. So yeah, there's there's a few people on the fringes as well. Hartung's a chance to come back as well. We don't know what's going on with Ben Jacobs. It's still this concussion issue, so that's not great. Hopefully he gets over that soon. Especially when you're thinking about the Dogs as well with um, Liam Picken. So, yeah, Morgan's a bit of a chance too. But, yeah, I mean, UNIAC was really good in the VFL. But, yeah, I I think the, the team's been playing really well, so they don't want to change it up too much. North have actually got some serious depth now, so it's going to be interesting to see who they choose. But I would imagine, given how well the team's been playing and how effective they were for the vast majority of the game against Brisbane, who were pretty good... Mm. all day that's the thing I'm a bit hard with Brisbane like we were really you know I guess everyone was pretty harsh because of the finish yeah. but they were that's the thing I mean a lot of their game was pretty damn good to get to that position so yeah exactly right yeah. and
1: they never stop that's the thing what North bring to the game is pressure right from start to end they're yeah. always in the contest they're always hunting and, and playing as a team so that probably makes the biggest difference in this game and whether and as you said the depth Like I mean there's some class players that can't get into this 22 of them Moment. Even though they've been hit with a few injuries, I, their backline's phenomenal. Scott Thompson, Tarrant, Majak Daw, they are really solid. And then obviously now their forward line spread of contributors. White weight obviously helps being in there to take some pressure off Brown. Zebel leading from the front. Yeah, I, I, they got class everywhere. So I, I think the uh, ruse will get up in a well, about two goals. I reckon. You'd think so. So
0: another one in Rourke Smith. So yeah, he um, he's had a second concussion. So you think he's definitely going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few actually in starting to come back for the dogs, so it's not amazing. It's not like they're getting Eastern Wood and all these guys back, no. but it's a bit better. So they're getting Gowers, you would think, and Marcus Adams a chance too. So that would be fascinating to see how that goes in terms of their ins and the outs. But regardless, I still think, as good as those ins are, I still think North for me. Yeah,
1: they've got too much on the line, too much to play for. If they drop this game, finals is basically out of their reach then. And if, they, if North do get, I'm not saying this will happen, but a chance it could
0: happen, and it's worth, I think, discussing North sitting with 110 percentage if the dogs are really poor or at least for a half they're poor which they, to be fair, for a good proven eight, ten to be, weeks that has absolutely yeah. happened North would be thinking gee, maybe we can get a bit of percentage which they haven't been able to have too many games this year where they've been able to really put teams to the sword so maybe that would be a bit of a chance and then that really makes it interesting in terms of Geelong so Geelong is sitting on the same points as North but they've got 8 more percentage points so and then that makes it really tough with Sydney as well so yeah, it's, and then obviously it makes it basically impossible for Essen and, and um, Adelaide to really do anything. There. Yeah. If that's the thing. If North come into this game, belt the Dogs by 10 plus goals, gee, that's all pretty much... Essendon would be hoping that they win by a point. Yeah, if at all. They, if at all. They'll be back, yeah, well, back for lo- the Dogs. Exactly. But if they have to win, it'd be yeah. by, you know, by a draw or a point, a draw or a point. Like that, Yeah, so. exactly. But we'll keep moving. But yeah, interesting game. And look, definitely looking forward to reviewing that one as well. But I, I liked the Dogs last week as much as, you know, that it was sort of a... Yeah, if they can... Bring silly game to review
1: but I think if they can bizarre. bring that type of intensity in the yeah. game style at least this will become an interesting game and if you're listening and you barrack for either of these sides and you're not doing anything Sunday so I would get down there because I think it, at the very least it's going to be an entertaining game
0: let's get at least 25 let's be realistic let's get 25, 25 people 5 that'd be fantastic people down to the ground that would be great no 25,000 would be nice 30 would be great let's let's try to get but Yeah, if can get
1: 25 would be fantastic
0: Next game, which is a huge game, Melbourne versus Sydney Swans. So two, you know, potential finalists, probably finalists. You would... Oh, who knows? Is, this is this year. Who knows what the going to happen? Yeah, with these two teams. Yeah. Well, one's known for dropping the ball and the other's holding on for dear life. So, yeah, 320. So Melbourne still haven't beat really basically anyone in the top four. They just keep beating everyone below them, and let alone the eight. And then, you know... Sydney are still holding on And, you know, we were joking on the Facebook show That they're just like the Michael Myers of football You know, they just sort of keep coming back Can't kill them And, you know, that incredible game against the Pies Managed to get through it Big problem for me It's a fascinating game If, If Melbourne had everybody in And had a really healthy list I'd just say Melbourne, yeah but the, the big thing for me is that they went to Buddy way too often last week. The big thing was that Collingwood were decimated in defence, and they had you know old mate Madgen who'd played for five minutes on Buddy, which is you know was obviously never going to work from a Collingwood perspective. So that that was a big problem. That's a big. That's pretty much the reason they lost the game. No more. Once more was out. You and I were like, that's it. Yeah. They'll, they'll lose this game by you know a goal because of that so but the and that's exactly what happened but then you know the big thing for me is that can Melbourne's defence nullify Buddy because if they can they'll win this game and win it well because it's, it's basically their only major avenue to goal it's a it, massive yeah, problem Absolutely, still.
1: it's a massive problem and we saw because it works who,
0: against some teams but it's only in specific scenarios it's yeah. not a it's not a viable option going forward Yeah, it,
1: it, it works against teams that have literally under 18s playing it's and, duct tape and, uh, yeah it, not It's not going to happen. Melbourne, if Melbourne lose this game, then they've got some serious mental issues. Hmm. Scarring, we'll call it what you like. Because... The Only reason Sydney got over the line was because of that injury Pretty and, much, yeah. And they are slow. Melbourne are going to expose they get, them on they the CG, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, okay. Melbourne win by about eight goals, I reckon. Uh, not that's not to say yeah. that Sydney aren't a good team, they no, just at no. the moment, we don't know. They're, yeah. They're lethargic, they're relying on the, the old, youth, which is yeah, either the real youth that yeah. haven't played enough or, or the, the real really old, old who yeah. are really slow. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. I mean, McVay, he, he looks slow, he yeah. really. But, he was I mean, good, composed, but, geez, and, and whatnot. am yeah, well, no, no, yeah. not having Buddy, go, but yeah, yeah, all these things. So Melbourne have just got much better spread, a much better balanced team. And they'll have a point to prove they'll just want to go, you know what, here's one of those teams that we need to beat and beat convincingly, and I think they will. Yeah, two bits of contract news while we're on it and something that we normally would have done on the Facebook show
0: but we just didn't get time to talk about was that, so apparently St Kilda have offered Hanbury a massive offer to come home to Melbourne. And the other one was Pollack, old mate from um, Port over to North. So apparently that's a live thing that's going to happen. But anyway, they're really that, interesting. that fell by the, the way, so we're just... Yeah, well, you
1: brought up, that. so it was... Touch on it just briefly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a ridiculous thing for Sydney to uh, for Sydney for Saint Kilda to do. A, why do they want a battered, lot of injuries? Yeah, battered up player who <laughs> may or may not get on the field next year. They need to actually just rejuvenate and get some more youth. I know they need an experienced yeah. player here and there, but I'd be going after someone like a gaff Well it's
0: very yeah, I mean the big problem with even if you're losing for three games at the start of the year, I mean at least you've got him for, you know, seven and for the rest. With yeah. Hannebury
1: you might get him for three games for the entire year. Yeah. And who knows where his body's at. That's a it's a big problem. Yeah, and good and good luck for to North Melbourne and I hope they throw everything at it, but I can't see them convincing Pollock to leave his home state. He I think they're offering him like seven fifty eight hundred grand, which is pretty tough. I think. Down. Well, I think Port are going to be offering him fairly
0: similar. And, I don't, don't know the cash. No, so apparently their offer is more like six. So it's like hundred and fifty difference. That, that's and that's been yeah. pretty heavily reported. Are we? Are we very surprised? If yeah, I don't Carapolos, disagree. Yeah, I don't disagree. And then he's it, yeah, but I mean, it's someone. Someone will mm. go. Some eventually North will get somebody. Of I know course. that they've been going for everyone from LeBron James to Jack Rewald but eventually they'll get someone. <laughs> <laughs> they missed out on. They missed out we'll on. They will get LBJ LeBron this year. after this final contract expires in four years. Imagine if um, Pop had traded Kawhi to North. Imagine that if he was just like, "You, i um, Canada. No, I'm going to send you even further, further away." So no, well, let's get back on topic. Be, I think yeah. Look, Sydney. Yeah. I mean. But, I mean, Hanenbury could come back this
1: week, too. That's no, 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 that, that's why yeah. I brought it
0: up. So, is a big chance to come back, which I was surprised. It sounded like all you heard was that he was at least two or three weeks away at best. So, yeah. it sounded like he was pretty much not going to play Until the rest finals, of the year if they got if there. They got there. Yeah. So, Rowan, as well, is a bit of a chance. So, apparently, he's feeling a lot better. So, Robinson and Haywood, you would think, potentially could come out. Yeah, this is a, 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 it's funny. Like, I, I thought... McCartan had the, I mean, he really got saved by that incredible goal at the back end of the game. He didn't have yeah. an amazing game, but that, that was amazing. So Ronk, this is the other thing too. So uh, Horace Longmire revealed that uh, Ronk had a migraine. So that was not spoken about at all during the game and that wasn't revealed until days later. So apparently he had a really bad migraine throughout the game. So if you still have migraines, I've had really bad migraines before and they can last days. So, I mean, who knows? So that can, I mean generally within two or three days, the, the Gone, but you know, if you've got a really bad, bad one, one, they can they can keep going. So yeah, absolutely. who knows what's happening with him? So there'll be a little bit of ins and outs. But you'd think, yeah, yeah I mean, well I think one. I think yeah, it sounds like they want to play Hanbury at least to sort of show just off say, yeah, a bit as well. See if he's absolutely uh, ready to go. Because and... if he is up and going and actually looking okay, they might actually get a decent offer from St Kilda. And then who knows? Who
1: knows from there? Yeah, exactly. So mm. anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Um, oh, we got a game to go. Where are you going?
0: Oh, there's another game. Yeah, where? Why really? stopping? Yeah.
1: Oh. So is that a game worth talking about? No, no, we We gotta cover the last one. Come on. We've done even every- after what happened this time last I week. No, very funny. I thought yeah, I, yeah, thought, yeah. I thought was gonna cancel no, um, Sunday I, afternoons in WA for I, a couple of weeks.
0: Yes, yes, I agree. It's a busted asshole <laughs> game. So last game of the round. Yeah. But anyway, before we do, so we're tipping no. D's over Tipping D's, yeah, you're tipping D's. I think D's, yeah. I mean look, obviously there's
1: still It is a danger game.
0: It's a danger game, but at the same time it's at the G I just think they'll be able to spread them enough, tire them out, and and just get enough on the scoreboard. And they had such a soft game against the coast. That's yeah. the thing. Like it was a, a training drill joke game. Yeah. That's the thing. Like if Melbourne had played a really tough game last week, and that's and it was at the G too, so no travel. They're playing on the same, same day, day, basically getting a free kick from the AFL. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. that's about as good as you're going to get as a yeah. fixture for the next week. So yeah, you would think that they really want
1: them to make finals. That's why they fixture to this. Yeah, absolutely. And you would expect, to uh, to have them that first half especially running Sydney ragged so that they are absolutely exhausted come second half and then they can start playing all different game plans yeah. and stuff like that. That's how I think it Also Collingwood
0: played really well last week too. So I think yeah, I mean I think they, they push Sydney a fair bit and maybe that'll take its toll late in the game and yeah. If they if they can really if if McDonald or you know some of the the, the more experienced defenders can really nullify Buddy yeah you, that's the thing the big problem with Sydney it's still an issue we're still talking about it years later is it, uh, we love Franklin we we love him he's an unbelievable player I'm not it's not about I'm not it's not even really to do with him yeah it's more Sydney that if you are able to nullify him which is hard but if you can you're fifty percent the way eight, to yeah. beating the team and Absolutely. most look at that and go well that's a pretty good odds I'll take it and if you can do it you're then a big, you're chance. big
1: chance of winning and the we game. saw
0: it we saw it in the the 16 grand final I know Buddy had a pretty good
1: day mm. but at the same time he, you know like but he if he nobody tanned, else so... but nobody else has but his goals bad for, day is 4-5 yeah. goals that's yeah, exactly thing. he's that good and if Sydney haven't got any other contributors which even the contributors they've had over the last 2 or 3 they're yeah. not doing it at the moment no Parker's park not having influence no uh, Henrybury um, hasn't been on the park no. Heaney's not having influence Kennedy's uh, not as much no, as well they're yet. just not getting enough spread of I don't have enough confidence nah. in them to tip them. No, nah, not at the, all. The
0: other thing too is, even though Buddy had a blinder last week, you got to wonder how much was that in response to the criticism of him, and how much of that was, you know, you know, for the, Alex Johnson and all this yeah, sort of stuff. the five Those, minutes he went out and trained, the five minute training and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So who knows? But yeah, Mel- Melbourne for me, I just don't have the confidence to tip them. So, last game of the round. Very funny. So, so there is a game. There is I just a didn't want to talk about it. No, it was very amusing. But we will. Fremantle Blues at the... Imagine that, the two teams. <laughs> Fremantle Blues. But no. like they both got the Blues in no the No one moment. would watch that game. So, Optus no. Stadium. Old Mate... Yeah. So, Old so, Mate Frio. You would think Fremantle, surely, to win this game. After Cup, everything that yeah.
1: just happens... They well, will come out They might and, rally I think They
0: will have to rally if, and, and the Blues are, were Disgraceful last week The Blues week. are horrid McKay was the only Shining light There were a couple
1: Of good things in the First quarter First half But the second half Was unbelievably yeah. poor And this is the thing Cripps has 29 And 11 clearances And he didn't have An influence in the game That's yeah. that's how good And how He good of play he is And how bad Carlton are That he's not even Talked about <laughs> after a, a game like that well, you, so, you wouldn't have seen
0: I don't know Many of our listeners Probably saw it But you would See a much worse half than the Blues last week. They they were
1: unbelievable the second half. They were so, so poor. The what, good news,
0: though, oh yeah, I was going to say,
1: from your opinion, what did they do, need to do as a club? Or is it uh, just a set and Trust you're in you're the process. A discussion. Well, I just um, it's just interesting. You, you, yeah, yeah. You look at teams very differently to a lot of people out there that I hear on the radio and stuff like that. So it's just good insight to get where you think they need to go. Well, considering that yeah. what's what's happened with. What's Richmond happened? now yeah. they're a successful club it's and they Richmond. weren't well no they they weren't in comparison. Well they were basket case, so it was issues. They weren't yeah. that bad. No, I'm not saying they were, no, but, but they were, they <laughs> were calling for we, everyone, Jesus. Everyone was calling for No, I know the, what yeah, you mean. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they were, and that but they were finishing
0: ninth, not zero, so I know what you mean. But yeah, no, it's the same yeah, yeah. But not as bad. Well obviously. they're gonna get they're gonna get the second spoon in four years, which is absurd. And they've won like zero games in, in yeah, four years. So uh well look to answer your question, if I'm if I'm Carlton, so if I'm you know, trying to help get this club out of the rabble I mean the first thing is they needed to not talk about at all zero mention just say I'm not going to comment on, on the priority pick just say if any media asked just say not going to comment on that, that that's for the end of the year No, no comment Yeah. Disrespectful to talk about that now. No comment. No comment. We're here to win games. No comment. Just no comment. No comment. It was absolutely idiotic that the backflip scenario they did. So that that was terrible. The other thing as well is Lejudice, he either needs to get out into the media more regularly, and he did that whole big thing more recently, but that needs to happen fairly regularly if they're going to get belted every week. So they either need to get someone in that position that can publicly deal with the scenario a lot better being a big Melbourne club, you know, you know, Melbourne, so many people, there's so many supporters, that that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's, if that can't happen, then is he the right person for the job? I don't know. I, some of their recruiting has actually been okay. So, I mean, getting the scraps off GWS is not actually the worst idea because they're such an amazing side. Yeah. And SOS has got some insights into, you know, who, who works and who doesn't. I think... Yeah, it was such a tough decision to trade Gibbs, but probably in the end, I don't know, maybe the right call. He wanted to go anyway. Murphy, I mean, I don't think this is what I heard. I don't know this for a fact, but my understanding was the offers that he was getting at other clubs were pretty minimal. So it was better off. He just stayed anyway. I mean, ongoing, you you just have to keep playing the kids. and, And, I mean, just keep McKay out there and I think they ideally need to target a couple of you know 26 to 30 31 year olds do like what Essendon did with Goddard type of scenario Mm. I I know who wants to come to Carlton but they have got some room in the salary cap I know they've just spent a heap on um, keeping um, Crips and Kerno, but their deals are fairly back-ended, is my understanding. Yeah. Especially the Kerno deal, so that would give them a bit of money to play with. Who would you go for? I mean, if you, you because how long look we had
1: this discussion, we could really keep going, but-, but they probably just need to go for. Those B graders yeah. of clubs where the guys are playing fairly regular yeah. senior football, but yeah, not yeah. like for me, he might be a bit old, but someone like a Brendan Whitecross yeah. from Hawthorne would be perfect. Well, he's, he's out a of contract, of his, yeah, out of contract, had a bit of success. They're the sort of people, and and, and don't need to throw a heap of money at no. him. But if you go, come over for three years, yeah, you'll get senior football as long as you fit, mm. and we'll give you. 450.
0: Yeah, so that that that's a big part of it. And then the other thing too is whether you can get a little bit of soft cap relief from the AFL maybe just a little bit and I would really go for I mean they they, they need they need more assistance in well yeah I, not necessarily <laughs> more people but they clearly need people that can do more they need they need more experience in that box and they're about to lose their their football manager. so it's I don't know I mean I, I would definitely I would definitely approach a Paul ruse and I would say to him hey we'll pay you uh, an 800, 850 a year bomber Thompson type of role you know maybe a a bit, even a bit less than that as an advisor, or he can come and do three, four days a week. Maybe he does a Monday to Friday type job, not necessarily so much game day. Just helping them with culture. Yeah. I mean, he clearly did it in you know two or three years with Melbourne, not just him, but he was a big, clearly a big, big part. it oh, And he well, the reality is, I mean, he brought in his own team, so that he he said, no, nah, if I'm going to come to Melbourne, I'm going to have my my this, my that, and my this, my that. So yeah, look, I, I would absolutely see where his head's at, and if he's remotely interested in that, I would absolutely absolutely give him a go. Uh, It's sad given what happened, but ironically, Brett Ratton would be a fantastic person to come into that club, but I I don't know how that could possibly happen. It would be fairly awkward, but I mean, a a lot of the people are gone, so maybe Maybe it wouldn't be that weird. I don't know. I mean, they need to, they really need to bolster up their experience, I would have... Uh, the rumour... I don't actually know if this has happened yet, but Carosella, the rumour is that he is signed. If he hasn't, I would offer him massive money. Yeah. Someone like that with that experience, coming out of a premiership side and yeah. just someone that understands... I, I, it's hard from the outside, but from the... It looks to be the case that there's a lot of holes in that back of house. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know, maybe... Yeah, it's it's hard. There'll be a few assistants that are going to move on, and I think you've got to give Bolton at least another couple of years. I think you've got to give him just like I mean, they've been so poor, obviously, this year. But I don't, I just don't think you can blame him. Yeah, no. I mean, I know it's been a few years, but you got to mm-hmm. give him next year. I mean, if next year they were horrific all year, then yeah, it's got to really beg the question. Yeah, of Whether he's especially if there's other coaches coming out of contract at that point too. Yeah, okay. so yeah, I mean, no, like, there's, 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 a, there's a lot there's a lot of different things. I mean, whether you, I, I think Sam Mitchell someone that you absolutely get on the phone to as well, especially
1: and, with his re- long term relationship with Bolton. Walton, Bolton, Walton I think together.
0: I would not be remote because I, as much as everyone's like you know frothing over him coming out to Hawthorne, and yeah, that's obviously a massive chance long term, but short term he doesn't want to drink poison from the chalice with going back to his old club immediately no. and you know doing the herd Vossman, I How many times has it gone wrong? Yeah, absolutely. So I think you know doing doing that, you know, getting him as a senior assistant would be really smart, and you know even doing like what Sydney did, getting Stevie J and plucking him out of another side so yeah they've just got to be they've got to be ruthless got to take the game on they've got to fix their messaging yeah. they've, they've got to you know be they've got to make their messaging far clearer and, and way more specific with their members as well and just working on culture specifically, I want to know what, like, they've got to honor the jumper and they've got to honor what Carlton is. Because who, who, what is Carlton now? Like, yeah. it's gotten to that point and it's gotten so far, you know, that all that stuff, you know, only a couple of years ago, everyone brings it up on Twitter all the time that banner that they had with um, Dusty's Barber and all that sort of stuff, Richmond's Rebuild's a Joke and all this sort of stuff. Like, you know, that, that all that looks so laughable. All that stuff they did, the media stuff they did a few years back, like, we are coming with Gibbs. Murphy and Judd, and it, you know, it, it, yeah. So yeah, it's it's. I think yeah, that defining who you are is really really important. I think that's a that's a massive part. But they've got to keep playing the kids and people like you, McKay's. As much as it, it it's a struggle town, having him out there very early on in his career, he j- he's just gonna have to do it. Yeah, and he will benefit from it. But if they can pick up a few, you know, quality seniors and a couple of quality assistants out there and, and players, maybe it would just cut the rebuild yeah. short by a couple of years. Well, it was only four years, which ago. they have to do because this has been ridiculous
1: yeah well it was only four years ago that the Giants are still getting belted
0: of course yeah and it can happen very quickly people forget I mean obviously Richmond's a classic yeah. example of that Dogs oh. is a classic example of that it happens all the time but it's like this is the thing rebuilds can absolutely happen but you've got to have the pieces in place yeah. and right now they don't no so, exactly and they've lost ha- how many yeah. How many quality players have we talk about it basically every week imagine they still had you know Tui and you know all these players Henderson and all these quality players right. so, yeah. and they'll get Doherty back next year which, which is great is massive, but they, yeah. they have to they have to start building up and and trying to attract some of these sort of players, and whether that is with with some sort of relief, I, I don't know. So, yeah. but um, it is it's a very long a good conversation. Insight, yeah. But that's that's how that's. They'd be the sort of steps that, that I would take. So yep. I don't know how interesting that was for the listeners. But
1: it's, no, I'm um, sure we've got one or two Carlton supporters. Well, was, I was interested because we haven't had that conversation. I've well, been meaning to bring it up. And I thought, well, there's not much more to talk about this game. So I might as well yeah. talk about Carlton Rebuilds and how they yeah. need to go about it.
0: And Fremantle, I mean, look, Fremantle, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, old mate Brayshaw, poor is going to be out. So you'd think, um, yeah. I mean, I, you think the big thing, obviously, is five, So him coming in makes it very tough. For the blows, absolutely. I mean, it is. It is exciting, you know, with the Fife you know, Cripps. versus Cripps is, is great. But that probably, you know, in modern footy won't happen a heap. But yeah, look, two very, very good players, you know, it's not, not too exciting, but it's a, a bit exciting. A Obviously bit two so. terms are way out and old mate Bunnell. looks Maybe. Like, yeah, who yeah. knows? He's he's always this kind of talk with him in and out and yeah, it's always a bit hard to know what's going on with him. So old mate Hamling, Calf as well, so quite quite a few issues on their end in terms of injuries too. Sandland still looks like no good. But five, yeah, Fife, will oh, you'd think will definitely come in. You want to play. A bit before the back end You would think so, yeah Just to, I
1: don't know Get some people to the footy
0: Get a couple of people to the ground Yeah, it's a bit It's a bit of a tough game to review Hey, but look I think Fremantle for me It's it's in it's in WA Yeah, I, yeah.
1: And comfortably I think they win by 30 plus points Yeah I think they would Yeah yeah.
0: So we'll do a bit of a recap Over the rounds So we think the Bombrays over the Saints On yeah, Friday yeah, night I think pretty comfortably Yeah they, They've got it. They, they literally have to win So I think they'll They'll get that done And then on the Saturday Hawks versus the Cattles in another classic, probably Hawks. We mm-hmm. both think. Yeah, we both Just. think. Yeah, it's going to be under a goal again. I think. I don't know. It's 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 literally a, a roll of the dice, but I think yeah. For some reason, I get the feeling Hawks. I don't yeah. Next game, which, yeah, Richmond by a long way over the Gold Coast yep, absolutely smash Yeah, absolutely By
1: a long, long way. Port over the Eagles, we both think. Yeah, I've gone Port. Yeah, yeah. I think they bounce back and I think it's going to take a, a week or two for the Eagles just to deal with uh, all the other shite that has happened. I'm the same. I mean, if the Eagles can come out and smash it, you know, full credit to them, but I just
0: don't see it happening. Yeah, close, another close game. Yeah, probably. And then, yeah, so next game, Pies versus Brisbane. We've gone both the other ways, but at the same time, I'm also, I'm saying very much with an asterisk... I'm saying Pies but at the same time got to ride the ins and the outs if Dugowie yeah. and Howe come in wow
1: yeah and on the same so I've picked Brizzy in a, in a bit of an upset but yeah. if DeGoey and, and Howe come in then yeah I, I swing towards the Pies yeah
0: and then the next game so GWS versus the Crows in Canberra we've both gone the Giants yeah
1: and obviously the Crows have got a chance for this in this game as well I just think the Giants are, I think yeah. they need McGovern and a couple of those other pieces but and, and, yeah. a lot, and a lot of luck the Giants are just playing very good football so yeah And North versus the doggies We both think North yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the dogs, um, if they can play as good as they did mm-hmm. on the weekend, a chance. Be, but, yeah, better mm-hmm. chance, but they haven't proven to be able to do that week no. in week out. So the ruse for me. North are in good form. Absolutely, as well. yeah. Yeah, playing good form. And then D's versus the Swans. We both
0: think the D's. Yeah, I think the D's basically put a line through they the Swans. Have to win this game. Yeah. I know we said that how many times Easter Monday we we're like, we have the hap- uh, Easter Monday, Queens Birthday, Wednesday, we yeah. they have to win. The, you know, have to, every time. So many times they don't show up, but they again in the big games. But this. Because this is a big game. They'll massive, get, they'll massive. They'll get game. probably 55,000, 60,000 to this game. You'd hope is, so, which is yeah.
1: good. And, but yeah, I, I think they put that first nail in uh, the Swans finals coffin. Yeah, also showers on that day too. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's not looking good for that. footy in Melbourne for, no. for, for, as far as weather, but that just might bring the contest Does into it a game. Rain pretty much all weekend. Yeah. But
0: yeah. And then the next game, so obviously a bit of a joke game, and we did a, some other conversation during it. But yeah. Freo
1: Blues, Freo. The Blues have just got to contest. That's basically... The same as the Suns against... Uh, Carlton, I've just got to come out and contest. Yeah,
0: that's it. So thanks so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. If you can rate and review us, that would be fantastic. It really makes a big difference in terms of getting the podcast out there. It helps boost it up the charts even more than listening does. So if you can just drop us a review, that would be fantastic. If all of you wrote a review, we'd be number one on the iTunes chart. I worked out the other week. How good is that? So that would be hilarious to bump off like a cereal or something, like a small sports, you know, Yeah, skewer podcast. We just bang them, bang the top podcast off. It takes all of five seconds to do it. Yeah, just write, write something ridiculous in the review. It Doesn't even have to be good. Just five star and write something stupid in there. Yeah, that, that'd be funny just to and see to see how many we can get. Yeah.
1: But, and if you didn't get a chance to see us live on Facebook, yep. feel free to go on to Beyond the Game TV and have a look at our third episode and the yeah. other two episodes where it's good we. Fun. Talk about other things outside of the game a little bit and just a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And obviously the uh, preview's already up. You can listen to that if you haven't that's already. It.
0: And if you're listening to this on Wednesday and wondering why we're not talking about Gaff, what's we did it last night and on the review. So we talked yeah. about it extensively on the review for about 10 minutes and then we did another kind of 15, 20 minutes again and opened up to questions on the Facebook show. So yeah. that's why we basically didn't cover it in this. Big thanks to our sponsors, Hopster Home, as well. Looking forward to that new pack. Definitely check them out. Promo code Dive: $25 off your first pack. Give it a whirl. Fresh craft beer to your door. And we'll see you next week.
1: See you next week and enjoy the footy this weekend. That's thanks it. for listening, guys. See you later.